gold. All right, so welcome back, everybody, to another episode to the podcast. Uh, I got another special guest for you today. Uh, it's my good friend, Matt Watkins. He is the owner of Hope Clothing Brand. How are you doing, sir? I am well. Thanks for asking. Okay, okay. Are you staying safe out here in these COVID streets? Man, mask on, mask on. That's all I mask can Mask on. I was going to ask you, are you team mask on or team mask off? So. I am team mask on, team social distance, team stay at home, all the teams. <laughs> okay. So you're not inspired by future by being a uh, mask off? <laughs> no, no. Okay. 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 I support that in, in these times because the world is getting crazier and crazier by the second. People not want to wear masks and it's just a mess. Are you mask on too? I am team mask on at all times. As long as I'm not in my house, if I'm going somewhere, I'm wearing a mask. If I'm walking around campus or something, put the mask on. There's too many people out here, so you know I gotta do my part to not spread this crazy virus around the world. Good. <laughs> um, so pretty much uh, how I start every episode. Um, not sure how many episodes you listened to before, but I try to ask an icebreaker question that relates to the adult journey that goes along with the, the name of the uh, podcast. And so my question for you is: as you think back to like your first few purchases as an adult. Probably like think like out of college, I guess. Uh, what's one thing that you purchased that you were surprised at how expensive it was? When I got married, my engagement ring, my goodness. I always tell my single friends that they don't need to be uh, planning for the, the, the special one. They need to start saving for that special one because, my goodness, I, I, I thought the ring was maybe going to be a few thousand, uh, maybe like one, maybe two. But ended up like five, six thousand dollars, and I was like, Woo! "Yeah, yeah." So, and that's just the ring. So when you start getting into the the whole wedding and and all that, man, <laughs> start saving now. That's my advice for for my single okay. brother. Wow, that 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 is that's a lot of money you dropped. Uh, I think, man, that's that's so wild that rings are so expensive though, right? Like, because it's just functionally, it's just a ring. Uh, yes, it's like a symbol symbolic of your love, but like at the end of the day, like it's it's a ring, and that's a lot of money to drop just on some jewelry, man. Absolutely, and if you have the wife that uh, likes to upgrade every ten years, then I will say after you get married, start keep on saving for that one. So, uh, oh Jesus, upgrade the whole thing, or like they just get bands or bands, diamonds, everything, man. Oh Jesus! Was your was your wedding band uh, even remotely comparable in price? No, <laughs> <laughs> not even close, man. Not even close. Oh, it's a scam, man. The women always get it good with the rings, man. Well, you know, every kiss begins with K. All these commercials that they get bombarded with as as little kids growing up to adults, so they have this this picture perfect wedding and ring already in eight minds. Okay. That that is a that is a signature uh, tagline. Every kiss begins with K. Did you go there? Is that is that where you went? I did not. I, I did go by K, um, but 
they were talking a lot more crazy than uh, the place where I actually bought the ring from. So um, no knock on K, they just wasn't the right fit for me at that time. Okay, that's all right. That's not your ministry, and, and life moves on, man. She's still happy. You got a great ring. Uh, your pockets might be a little lighter, but that's okay, man. You are a thriving entrepreneur, so it doesn't matter. You got that back real quick, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so on brand with like that transition, uh, the topic of the day is uh, entrepreneurship. And so um, I brought you on because you are one of the few, of, I'd say you're one of the few entrepreneurs that like I actively like know. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to like use you as someone to kind of give light to the entrepreneurial experience because, you know, people our age, like you get your late 20s, early 30s, like it's always uh, a point where like people realize they don't like their career. And it's like the pivotal moment, like, do I stay like stuck in it or like, do I explore be an entrepreneur? Because, you know, hustle Twitter, you know, 24-7 work Twitter will pressure you to start a business, especially during COVID. If you don't come out of this with a trade or a business, blah, 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 you know. So that's weighing on people's psyche as they navigate this. So I wanted to kind of start and get your uh, two cents on the entrepreneurial journey. Sound good? Yes, yes. So Okay. Um, no, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I, I thought that was a question. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, no, no. Uh, so I guess, first off, tell me, tell us a little bit about your brand, um, what your brand does, what you sell, and kind of like how you arrived to like starting it. Yeah, so Hope Clothing brand is a faith-based business. Um, it kind of began just, uh, you know, it began just as an idea, of course. Um, I served in ministry for a few years and uh, transitioned out of that job. And after transitioning, I just kind of stopped, man, I need to need to make some kind of extra income. Um, so the idea was already being started while I was still working in ministry, but um, it, it, it kind of took fruit after I left. Um, and like I said, it's a small faith-based business. Uh, we sell a lot of Christian uh, themed products, uh, we do sell the things that you you if just hindsight looking at it you may not believe that it's Christian, uh, but a lot of our products we 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 try to um, just be something positive something uh, that just kind of shares our faith with the world. So uh, it all sprang up after transitioning from a job, and uh, it's slowly but surely taking off. Okay. Okay. That's pretty dope, man. I think the fact that you was able to kind of get it off the ground is like, that's like step one, right? Like, you know, part of every journey is just starting. Cause I imagine as you was going through the idea phase and like starting, like you probably had those doubts of like, who's going to like probably buy my shirts. Right. Or, or is that something you experienced at all? Yeah, man. It, it's, it's very nerve wracking to um, have an idea and literally think, is this going to sell? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still struggle with that today when I when I'm having my time of you know think time just to think of some some designs or ideas. I'm like, oh man, this is not going to sell. So I usually have a just kind of a, a, a junk folder, like I like to label it, of just ideas that I've that didn't make the uh, final cut. But uh, yeah, I still struggle with that today. Okay, I mean that I think that's. Kind of like the premise of this uh, podcast is like, you know, you you reach a point and then you think, oh, I won't struggle with X, Y, Z, but you still do, right? Like all all things that you go into that's not familiar to you, is you just still struggle, but you still got to just keep pushing. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and so I guess like in the early stages of your like um, starting your business, like were there people that was like instrumental in helping you getting it running? Like how did you kind of le- learn that knowledge? Where did you kind of figure out how to set it up, how you want it? Now, the crazy part about it is um, I created T-shirts when I was in high school. And, you know, um, it was along with my brother and cousin. And we went to uh, the high school. We went to high school in Tulsa. Oklahoma, and uh, we had a rivalry game, you know, your annual rivalry game with the, mm-hmm. the cross the street rival. And uh, what ended up happening was we, there was a slogan. It was, it was, it was, it was a little old, but uh, we kind of brought it back to life and we made t-shirts out of it. And uh, man, I made the artwork. <laughs> if, if I can look at it now, yeah, it, it probably looked like a third grader drew it, but uh, <laughs> I made the artwork and, uh, man, my brother and my cousin, my brother was a star basketball player at our school. So he kind of had a little leverage, um, and, uh, people, people just start buying them, man. We, we could not, we couldn't keep them in stock, man. So, oh wow, yeah, I kind of got my early confidence from that. And then that kind of helped me, uh, launching forward. But my wife has also been instrumental in, and encouraging me to uh, pursue pursue my passions and, and dreams. Come on, supportive wife, we love it. That's what we like to hear, man. That's why get they those women. Those, in. That's why they get those expensive rings, man. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I feel it, man. You know, having a, a solid woman in your corner will help you go to levels that you didn't even know you could like reach. And so, uh, I can fully attest to that. Shout out to my girlfriend Jasmine. Um, and shout out to your wife for helping you kind of get there and kind of so I guess like what 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 things did she do to like tangibly to help you kind of like expand your vision and kind of take the next step yeah so um if anybody knows my wife I'm you know my wife Alex um she is very opinionated (laughs) Uh, (laughs) if something looks good she will definitely tell me it looks good if something looks bad she will also tell me if it looks bad so I throw a lot of ideas off of her but uh, she also helps me with the marketing and kind of helps me with the creative process as well. So um, she's been a big asset um, when it comes to my creative process. Okay. Okay. So it's not a one man show. Like you, you, it's it's a team of people, mostly you and your wife kind of bouncing ideas and making the final plan to move forward. Yes, sir. Uh, Okay. All right. Um, so I guess when I think about entrepreneurship, like oftentimes in our, in our society, like, you know, you got the freedom of time and you can do this and you're not gonna, you know, you don't work for somebody, you work for your own self. And like, we very much romanticize, I guess, like the process of being an entrepreneur. Um, but I guess like, what are some things that on the other side of being an entrepreneur that like are actually like hard, but people didn't, like you didn't know would be hard as you went into it? Man, one thing that I didn't know would be hard is, uh, just the amount of time that it takes to uh, build something. And you know, you see those uh, TV commercials, oh, buy my book and you'll become an overnight success. No, that's, <laughs> that's definitely not the case, man. I've been I've been an entrepreneur for uh, probably about three years now. And uh, and I'm just now starting to see like fruit from, from my labor. Okay, okay. Uh, that That is very true, man. Like very much like, we're, we are a society. We don't like long processes, right? We want to do it quick. 
we grew up in like the internet age where everything is just be quick, right? You put it on Instagram, you get a thousand likes, people buy it, boom. Right, right. Yes. Oftentimes not. Yeah, it's just like marriage, man, Um, which you and uh, your girl will find out. It's it's, no matter how long you've been married or known each other, when you get married, uh, you find out even more things. Um, and it's just a process, man. You you grow, you both grow together, and uh, it's the same way with business. You you learn and you grow together because literally your uh, business actually becomes almost like a second mate. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it it becomes as people call it uh, their babies, and your business becomes your baby. So um, a lot of times when you are not focused on your uh, physical spouse or girlfriend or significant other, um, you're more than likely as an entrepreneur going to be focused on your other uh, significant other, which is your business. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. I think, you know, for things to really grow and kind of have attention, like you really have to put a lot of uh, like intentionality and effort and like back processes that help solidify what you want to like put out there. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, I guess as you reflect on your three years um, and kind of like talk to people that like, when you talk to people about being an entrepreneur, like what are some things that like they have like that are misconceptions about like what it is to be an entrepreneur? Because oftentimes people just think like the money you make is just free money. You just bagging it in. And so like, I guess what are some misconceptions that people have about entrepreneurship? Um, so outside of time um, and the length of time that it takes, um, I would say, literally, you have to be your number one supporter. Um, my wife supports me a lot, but um, I've learned that I have to be my number one fan. Um, <laughs> so what that means for me is, you know, I need to be wearing my 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 brand every day, literally. Um, I don't really even buy new clothes any longer, man, because I'm always wearing something and uh, occasionally I'll, I'll get stopped. Hey, uh, where'd you get that shirt from? Oh, hey, where did you get that hat from? Hey, where did you get, you know, this mask from? And it's like you have to be your number one supporter um, when it comes to your brand, because uh, you can't also learn you can't really rely on, you know, close friends or family. Uh, yeah, of course they'll support you, but at the end of the day, um, man, the, the sea is a lot bigger than your friends and family. So, um, anytime you have the opportunity to be around somebody that you don't know and be your number one supporter, man, if you have, if you have great ideas, if you have a, a great brand, uh, man, pump it, pump it, tell people about it, where, where, whatever you, you, uh, Whatever your business is, if if it's something that's wearable, make sure you're always advertising because you never you never know, man. It, it literally only takes one opportunity before it gets in the right hands and it, it takes off. Okay, uh, that, that that makes a lot of sense, right? Like I even think about the big companies are like so when athletes have like endorsement deals, like they can't wear anything else, and like they always are wearing that brand because it like helps reinforce and give it visibility. So that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I think for some people, depending on what their business is, that's probably like hard to do because if you're trying to balance like life and do other things, like it's hard to be so immersed in like your business. Yeah, that goes back to the whole intentionality. So even if you're not doing, um, you know, if you're not doing 
clothing or anything like that. If you're a real estate agent, then man, always carry your cards around because heck, you may eavesdrop and hear somebody's conversation like, man, yeah, Sally, I'm looking for a home. And you're like, oh, I, well, you know, I'm a real estate agent. Here, Here's one of my cards. <laughs> or I, I actually had a car salesman approach me. We had gotten out of uh, my wife's vehicle and the guy actually worked for the brand of my wife's car and was like, hey, uh, you do you like that? I was like, okay, dude, I don't know you. Keep your social distance. But uh, man, he gave me his card and I'm not in the market for a car, but it goes one, back back to being your number one supporter is, man, you, you got to you gotta get yourself out there in order for uh, your business to take off. So, Okay, okay. I, I dig that. You know, you never know. You're, you're never one interaction right. away from like changing your life, man. You, you never know who you meet out there that's, oh, I know this person or I like this and I can invest this and then it just blows up from there. So I 100% support that. Yeah. One thing I t- would add too uh, is also be, be, be ready to be rejected because um, I think a lot of people get lost when they hear no. And they also, um, they also will not continue on in the process because they've been rejected too many times. I can tell you this, man, I've been rejected. I've had people tell me, oh, this shirt is trash or this design was trash. And I mean, you, it, it can be disheartening, but as an entrepreneur, you have to develop thick skin and, uh, you know, keep pressing. Okay. Uh, and so I guess like in those moments of like, when you had those like hurtful things or like negative things said, uh, I guess like for you, like, what did you have to like actually do to like keep pushing? Cause like, you know, the more you hear rejection, like that's human nature to just want to like shut down. But like, how did you kind of persevere through that and want to just keep trying to improve? Yeah. At the end of the day, man, it's really about, uh, like I said, you got to be your number one fan, your number one supporter, and um, you got to develop uh, some. You got to develop thick skin, uh, but you also got to. You also have to be open to hearing feedback. Um, some people get defensive about it, um, but I feel like as an entrepreneur, if it's coming from a, a place of uh, trust, somebody that you trust or somebody that you love, be open to listening, um, because literally they could they could help you with your idea and it could take off so um how i responded to the to the nose really was just man just being my number one supporter believing in myself but also um, being open to being critiqued and uh you know people sharing their opinions okay so realize you don't have all the answers and just kind of you know be able to take people's ideas and make it your own (laughs) Right, like 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 Kanye. Sway, you ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> what a classic line, man. Uh, but that's that's so true, man. I think oftentimes, like when you anything that we do in life, right? Like, oh, I got it. I did this, and you try it. Like when you get that feedback, like the initial human ego is like, you don't know what you know. You don't know what you're talking about, man. You're not right. Uh, but oftentimes, like there's at least some truth in what they're saying. And so, like if you can kind of get over your initial like ego, like that person kind of help you be better and. Right, right. So what about you, man, with your podcast? Have you had any negative feedback? And like, what did you do? Um, Yes. So my first episode, like, I was like, ultra nervous, right? I think um, I was interviewing somebody I wouldn't say, like, I probably haven't talked to her in like, 
seven or eight years, but like I knew the topic we was going to talk about was pretty good. Uh, and so like that episode was just like all nerves. Like if I, when I go back and listen to it, I'm like, oh man, like what was I talking about? Um, and so like, I remember my girlfriend was like, so you should probably change X, Y, and Z. And like, personally, I was like, nah, like I knew she was right. But like I still like hearing that feedback was like kind of like nerve wracking, but I knew she was right. And so kind of like making those changes. And so the next episode, and she was like, the first thing she said to me, she was like, oh yeah, man, like th- whatever you change, keep doing it. And I was like, uh, okay, okay. So this, these changes I'm making are actually helping and people liking it. So um, just realizing, like I said earlier, just realizing that everything I do isn't going to be right. And so like, if I want people to listen to it, I should probably take their feedback so I can give them something they want to listen to rather than just like my soul vision. Yeah. And I'll, I'll piggyback on that, man. Uh, the women that are brought into our lives are brought into our lives for a reason, man. Uh, women tend to be a lot better with details. And uh, man, if, if you, if you honestly listen to, to your, your significant other or spouse or whoever, um, a lot of the times they really do have some good ideas. And I can say that with one of my best selling shirts, when I initially showed my wife the design, she was like, uh, I'm not really feeling that. You need to change this. I'm like, what? Girl, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. You don't even make shirts. And then I ended up changing it. And man, it just, yeah, it, it took off, especially with, with women. Um, girl, where'd you get that shirt? I love that shirt, girl. <laughs> so, so yeah, being open, man, and 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 trusting trusting the the women or the significant other that God has placed in your life because they're there for a reason. Yes, so so pivotal, man. They're gonna help you help you go real far if you listen, man. Yes, that's another piece of marriage advice <laughs> for guys. Just just say yes, yes, ma'am, and, and keep it moving. If and. You know, don't major on the minors. If, if it's something major, then you step in and say something. But uh, you don't always have to major on the minors. Don't major in the minors. Look, that, that's prophetic. I, I like that. I'm going <laughs> to bring that up with my girlfriend. I'm sure she'll ask me when we, when we talk about this and when she listens. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, do you, when you was doing this, like, I think, did you ever, like, so do you work in nine to five? Or, like, is that something that, like, you know, once you started as a business, like, did you want that to be your sole thing? Or like, did you want to like balance it with like having a nine to five? And what was that process for you? Yeah. So I'm not quite at the point to where I can leave my full-time job and uh, do this full-time, but uh, you know, I, I can see that happening down the road. It, it was never my intention for it to be a way to turn into a full-time job. It's, it's kind of just been, it was mainly a hobby and, uh, Man, it like I said, over time it began to grow, and and I start to see the fruit from my labor. Um, <laughs> brings me back to one of my first shirts that I ever made. <laughs> oh my goodness, it looks so bad, man. I, I keep it just as kind of like a, a, a memento, just kind of just to look back and see how far I've come, see, see how far I've come, man. So. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a full-time job for me. Um, I, I never had the idea for it to be a full-time job, just more kind of a way to bring, you know, a little extra income into the house. Okay. Okay. So like, you're still open to like, I guess, working the, the traditional 40 hour a week job or. Oh yeah, man. Health insurance is expensive, especially <laughs> as an entrepreneur. So 
man, if I could, if I could get my company to pay for most of the cost, then, man, I'm, I'm all for that. Okay, okay, that's something that I guess is probably not as like always advertised. I guess so, like the financials of like running your own business. So, like when people think about running your own business, like yeah, you got to spend money on getting the stuff, but then you sell it. But then, like I imagine, there's no like formal sales tax that you don't. I think you have to pay them, but like you don't always like you have to be intentional about paying that. So I guess like talk through and some of the financial lessons you learned through running a business that you probably didn't know before you went into it. Yeah. So, uh, first financial lesson I learned is your profits are not, uh, for your profit. <laughs> so, uh, man, as an entrepreneur, you always want to use your profits to reinvest it back into your business. Um, find different ways that you can grow it um, because if, if you make it your profit, your profit, then you are likely going to run out of uh, capital to, you know, scale your business. And um, I had to learn that early because I was like, oh, okay, I got an extra few hundred in my pocket now. Let's, let's go on this vacation. Let's go do this. And, man you <laughs> you run out of you run out of and, and, and people especially if you get a, a big order you need to you need to get inventory in and you're like well uh i spent my inventory in in vegas so uh yeah man the first rule that i've learned as being an entrepreneur is your profits are not your profit um the second thing uh, when it comes to taxes there's different ways that you can pay it um but i always say man just be Keep keep good track of your taxes. You don't want to let that slip away and get a huge bill at the end of the year. Um, some people pay it quarterly. Um, some people even, I mean, pay it annually. So uh, you just want to be a good steward when it comes to that, and uh, you know, make sure you keep a good track of your of your tax record. Um, right now, <clears throat> right now, I would say another lesson for me that I'm learning is kind of goes along with number one is, uh, man, as you mentioned earlier, <laughs> now, right now is, it's a golden opportunity to learn, uh, extra skills. So I, I just introduced, uh, embroidery into my, my, uh, skill set. So, uh, it's something that I was always interested in. So I watched several, you know, I went to YouTube university and watched several videos and, and, uh, a lot of trial and error, but I feel like I'm at a place where I've, I've gotten it. I'm not, I'm not a master, but I'm, I'm, I would say I'm probably intermediate to getting, moving towards the expert on embroidery. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I guess like, how do you like, so something like the sales, cause I feel like the few times we would have zoom calls as like a group, you would always be at like Walmart. Like, is that for like work? Like, is that for your business? Is, is my assumption <laughs> no uh <laughs> I, I wish man um now a lot of times when you catch us on zoom where target is our we target as we call it uh, is our that's our number one uh department store but uh yeah we're, we're usually at target it's because i usually get off pretty late 5 36 o'clock uh some days and as soon as i get off and it's, it's time to do stuff around the house or get stuff for the house or get some, grab some food, um, you know, because you maybe have three, maybe four hour window before it's time to, to go to bed. So, um, 
usually when you catch me, <laughs> I'm usually somewhere in that little four hour window. Okay. Okay. Uh, so like with, with having an apparel business, I guess, like how did you kind of work through finding efficient like vendors from, I guess, from like getting t-shirts, like printing, like what was that process for you? Like, did you have to like invest in lots of contraptions to do all that? Like do it at home or like, do you kind of have a hybrid of different places or what does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, so right now I have a, a in-house operation. Um, I do all my stuff uh, myself. Uh, like I said, as my business begins to scale, then I may look into getting, you know, manufacturers to, to step in. Um, but right now I'm, I'm still at such a small operation where I don't have to pay somebody uh, to mass produce my products. So, um, yeah, everything is done in-house, uh, usually by hand. Mm, okay. All right. So you are, you are in the trenches. So when, is it, when it gets big, you'll, you'll know what the, what the grind is. Yes, sir. You relate to the people. Okay. All right. Um, so I got a question for you. It's a little, I guess, change in direction. So how has being an entrepreneur changed you as a person in terms of like as a business person or just like a human being in general and like how you approach life? Man, I would say, um, first and foremost, I, I can't credit it to entrepreneurship. I have to credit it to my faith, man. My, my faith in, in Christ has literally changed um, how I view the world. Um, it definitely informs a lot of the decisions that I make. So um, even my, you know, even my worldview when it comes to entrepreneurship is, is kind of molded in that framework. Um, so I would say, uh, first, my faith has changed how I view things. I don't, I don't put as much uh, stock into the, the dollar aspect of it. As a matter of fact, a lot of the uh, profits that I do make, it goes right back out. Um, so we donate to, uh, you know, different nonprofit organizations and we, we donate to, uh, you know, uh, evangelists who also spread the message of hope and uh, spread the message of the gospel, you know. Um, so I can say entrepreneurship has, uh, it's opened my eyes to a lot of stuff, but I, first and foremost, it starts through my faith. Um, so I, I can't, I can't necessarily credit all of that to entrepreneurship. No, that's okay. That's an honest answer. I, I support that. Uh, Cause I mean, oftentimes it's not really like the thing itself is just kind of like a, a whole process and kind of like new way of thinking. I think with faith, like that plays a, that ideally encompasses many parts of your, like all parts of your life. And so I think um, that coupled with something else can kind of show you it in like a different way and it's going to like have more impact than if you just went through like your normal routine that you would like. Absolutely. And I mean, in the Bible, there's tons of, tons of things in the Bible talking about, uh, not necessarily uses the word entrepreneurship, but it talks about stewardship. And, uh, man, I, I, I think you could, you can definitely learn uh, a lot as an entrepreneur, not only from reading different business books, but also, if you do uh, your due diligence, you can actually read that in the Bible. But uh, yeah, that's a whole nother subject for a whole different <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah, a whole nother sermon. So I'll, I'll be sure to bring you back to drop the knowledge on the people. <laughs> uh, so I guess as you think like long-term, like with your, uh, with your business, 
Um, like what does success look like for you? Cause, right? Cause it doesn't seem like you're driven by like solely money, right? I think money is necessary to survive as a business, um, but it doesn't seem like that's what you're like driven by. So I guess like what would success look like as you look back on the lifespan of like what your company will be, like what will, what will have to happen for you? Like that was success. Man, my, I'll give you my short answer and then I'll give you my long answer, but short answer is I just have this image where I take my entire family. So I'm talking about not only my family, my wife's family, uh, my wife's sister's kids, like take everybody out, pay for everything, uh, hotels, travel expenses, like, you know, flights, all that stuff, uh, pay for it all pay for dinner, pay, just, just basically being able to bless like my entire family, family. And, uh, in my head, that's, that's a, a short-term goal of mine. Uh, long-term goal, I would say, man, uh, success for me is really just, um, you know, pouring it back into the community. Uh, and, and I'm not going to say that I, I don't want to share in, in my labor. Uh, so, you know, I, I, as you know, Alex, I love Jeeps. Um, there's a particular Jeep that I have in mind that I want so bad. Um, so I want to be able to pay for that cash, uh, cash money, no finance and no nothing like that. And, uh, you know, eventually I want to be able to provide some type of uh, assistance to to people who just kind of hard on, on luck in life. Um, so I've, I've talked to my wife about this, of uh, maybe open up some housing, uh, open, you know, purchasing some real estate, um, just basically open it up for people and, and uh, spreading the message of hope, um, really. Okay, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, well, I got to make sure that uh, I keep in touch so I can get in that all expense uh, vacation experience. You know, I'm, I'm willing to, to slide in there and, you know, get Keep getting wind and down on your dime, right? Why not? That's spreading. Hope. <laughs> well, we we all we all related at some point, but uh, exactly. So I mean, just just I'm, I'm I'm cutting it off at second cousins because oh, you have people on this podcast. Hey, uh, <laughs> can I talk to uh, Matt? What, what, let me get his info. Yeah. No, 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 we're all from the motherland, man. It's, it's okay. <laughs> oh man, yeah, well. Um, and then also like with real estate, like that's a that's a very needed thing, right? Like I think through life like as I drive through like cities and I'm living around the country like housing the more you learn about it and kind of like the infrastructure and how it's set up like housing is a very uh terrible market in terms of like how it treats people if you don't have money and so I think yeah being yeah. able to uh kind of like provide that for people that like need that and kind of help them through that process is like that's that's gold man like I think because housing is such a something that you like need but like it's so hard to like Get, and it's expensive, man. Like living in Dallas, it's just these apartment prices. I'm glad I don't have to pay, but like I'm looking at prices and I'm like, it's stupid. Like, why am I paying fifteen hundred dollars for like this jank apartment? Like, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, man, it's only gonna get well. Just, just opinion. It's only gonna get worse, man. Especially if we keep if we keep adding on to the national debt, they're gonna have to do something to uh, compensate for that. They got the money. They just don't want to give it to us. Uh, <laughs> but that's another topic for another day. Uh, okay. So I guess in the 
as I kind of move forward, like I usually try to end these podcasts by like having the guests kind of give like advice towards people. Uh, it's like to people that are listening. So I guess what are three things that you would, uh, so for people that are considering entrepreneurship or like they have ideas, uh, what are three things that you would like encourage them to think about before they like go down that journey, uh, whether they should do it or not? Um, man, first thing I would say is, uh, and just, just go for it, go for it. Uh, a lot of times we talk ourselves out of things. Um, and we, you know, we, we let fear set in and, and, and tell us like, oh, this is a dumb idea. Even if it is a dumb idea, just, just live your life with no regret. You know, uh, whatever you want to do, you can do it. If you apply yourself to it. Um, I've seen several people who people would count, have counted them out. Uh, but once they apply themselves, they literally, you know, literally changed our whole life. Um, so I, I think it's the same for, for people who are thinking about entrepreneurship, just, just go for it. Um, and what's the harm that can happen, you know? Oh, well, you, you, you picked up another life lesson. You can't do that, you know? So uh, go for it would be number one. Uh, I would say number two is, man, just remember to, uh, just remember it's a process. Uh, don't get so frustrated in the beginning when if something is not going the way that you want it to go. Uh, sometimes beauty takes takes time, you know. Uh, like uh, not for not for everybody. Like my wife, she doesn't take her much to be uh, to look beautiful. Um, she's just gifted like that. But um, <laughs> for some people, that that may not be the case, and they spend hours and hours. Uh, of time um, just to look a certain way and it's like that with entrepreneurship some for some people it's quick and it's kind of innate and then some people it's going to take some time and you have to put in the work and uh, and see see um, the fruits of your labor take uh, take you to the place that you want it to take you and I'm I'm right there with you I'm not a I'm not a a, a clothing um, you know uh, guru or anything like that i'm 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 in that process too i, I put i put uh you know 10 toes down and i put my hands to the plow and i've i've been i've been working it man so um that would be my second is you know just things take time and number three i would say uh i would say why you do it just and have fun. Yeah. Just, just have fun with it. Um, you, like I said, you got to develop thick skin as an entrepreneur. You got to get used to being rejected because not everybody's going to sh share the same enthusiasm for your idea as you do. Um, but have fun with it. Laugh. Life is way, way too short. Um, as, as you know, my brother with that book <laughs> that I keep on plugging. <laughs> And I keep on plugging. Uh, man, if you get a chance, read it. It's called Remembering Death. Uh, writer is Matthew uh, McCullough. Man, great, great book. Short read. I'm a reader myself. So, um, but back to <laughs> back to the answer. Yeah, have fun, man. Laugh at yourself. If you do something dumb, then you know, like 
it's, I mean, life is way, way too short to be so serious and get so overwhelmed and stressed. Um, but, you know, have fun and be a good steward of what you do have. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great one. I'm going to add a fourth one. Is that okay? No, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be a good steward of what you have and don't let excuses get in the way. Uh, Cause nobody owes you anything. And I was just talking to a, a friend of mine not too long ago and he was like, man, man, I don't, man, I, I, I don't have the uh, resources cause he, he wants to be a writer. And uh, I'm like, man, you got a pen, right? Yeah. You got paper, right? Yeah. You got a phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, it don't take much to do what you want to do. Um, and I share with him the, the story from Tyler Perry. If you ever get a chance to read about him, this man was homeless at one point in his life. And uh, man, he literally used what he had in his hand and turned it into millions of dollars. So use what you have. If you don't feel like you have it, that's okay. But do what you can with what you got. So. Okay. Those are wise words from, from, from Matt. Uh, Man, what what is your three? I, I, I always like to hear other entrepreneurs. <laughs> I, I guess if you call having it a podcast, it was an entrepreneur. I guess I'll, I'll go with it. Um, I would agree with the, like have fun with the process because um, I think uh, even doing this interview and like other interviews I've done, like there's been moments that like personally I like I cringe or like, like I tell my girlfriend like ah oh, I hate listening to myself talk. And then somebody else would be like, your voice is so soothing. I'm like, what? Uh, so it's kind of like really changing my perspective on kind of like don't critique myself too hard because other people typically don't see it that way. And so just kind of having fun through the process because this is like it's work to make the podcast, but it's also like pretty fun to like do something right. and like not be scrolling online. Um, two, I would say um, just like have confidence in like your ideas. So I've had this idea to do this podcast for probably about since I moved to Texas, really. Like I bought the microphone that I use in like September, October. And then like I was doing stuff, then like fell off. And then December, I was like, sure, 2020 is my year to do it. Then it got busy, but then COVID happened. And that's when I was like, I really had the time to do it now. And so I'm just really sure that, you know, I am like say dedicated to it and like actually make it happen. Because, uh, like, most of it, when I think back, the reasons I wasn't doing it or, like, didn't make it out is because, like, I was just not having confidence. Uh, and so I think yeah. more I'm starting to do that and kind of get a rhythm a little bit. Um, that's helping me gain more confidence. And then see the analytic numbers, to, like, it helps to see people, like, listening to it and sharing it. It's like, all right, people people are getting something out of this. So <laughs> that's exciting. That's good. Uh, and then lastly, I would say uh i guess like just trust the process man like no no like your why right so for me like making this podcast wasn't to like make any money like i'm sure if i really wanted to i could probably monetize it um uh, but like mainly the reason i make this is like to help other people but also to help myself so like almost every topic that i've came up with is something that's came up on my mind or like i've thought about so like i think about money a lot and so that was one of the episodes one was about masculinity or something I think about a lot. Um, one was a relationship with my girlfriend. And so like just different episodes have been like different things that personally I want to know about, but I imagine other people do too. And so like that's helped me come up with ideas. And the more I talk to people, they kind of give me ideas of like what to do and then allow people to tell their stories. And so um, that's something that's like really important. I would say with entrepreneurship too, right? Like why are you doing it? Because like, yes, making money is a reality. We live in a capitalistic society. That's not going to go away, right? 
Uh, and so like, yes, you made your money, but like what, what else? Cause there's other ways to make money. And so why is, is this the way you want to go making? So uh, remembering that it's going to help you sustain through all the, the growing pains and troubles and highs and lows of everything. All right. So before we wrap up, um, is there any, like, so are there any resources online that have been like helpful for you? Like as an entrepreneur, so like just more like general things, so, like any, why did you want that YouTube university or any good videos that you found or like any good articles that wouldn't be good for people to explore as they like either want to be an entrepreneur or while they're an entrepreneur, like, has there been anything you wouldn't want to recommend to the people? All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. You was muted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what in the world? Okay. Uh, so I would say, uh, I would say, I'm a, I'm a big reader, man. Um, so something that's helped me along the way is different business books. Um, one that I can think off the top of my head was a hundred dollar startup. And another was a good to great. Um, I think it's the guy's name is Phil Collins. Um, those are two books that have helped me along the way. And, uh, also another book, uh, which I've mentioned before is the Bible. Um, you can get some really good information from the, the Bible um, and stewardship. Um, podcasts are always golden. Favorite two podcasts are uh, How I Built This by Guy, Guy Raz and another one is called School of Greatness. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Um, trying to remember the guy's name i cannot remember his name right now but uh those are two really good podcasts that kind of encourage me and they talk about other people's stories and journeys and they give really good information so uh yeah i would start there youtube university is always great and uh yeah okay all right thank, thank you for sharing your uh nuggets of gold of where you it's where you find information because you know there's never you can never have too much information there's always things are changing all those things you can adapt from other people. So I always like to kind of help people find resources because I ain't got all the answers, man. You know, I'm not an entrepreneur or even things that I know about. I don't have all the answers. And so the more we can kind of share resources, the better we can be as a society. And that is the beginning of knowledge, my brother, when you admit that you don't have all the answers. <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, so I guess as we wrap it up, um, how can, so if people want to follow your brand, kind of get connected to you, what are some, uh, how, how can they find you? Yes, you can find me on IG um, under the handle Hope Clothing Brand. Um, that is my business page. Or if you want to follow me on uh, pers my personal account, it's uh, M Watkins one um, Those are my two handles. I am trying to get my Twitter game up, but I am not there yet, so bear with me on that part. And I am also on Facebook at uh, Hope Clothing Brand as well. So shoot me a message. Let me know that you heard this podcast. You know, here's a quick plug. If you heard this podcast, I'll give you 10% off on your oh. next purchase from the brand. <laughs> oh, wow. So send me a DM. Let me know that you heard this podcast, and I will take 10% off your purchase. Look at that. You get the access code. Come on. Come through. 
wasn't playing y'all, so that, that's why this excitement is, is genuine. So <laughs> that's cool. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Matt. Uh, it was a fun time chatting with you, kind of getting you, picking your brain about entrepreneurship. Um, and everybody else, thank you for listening. Um, you know how to stay connected, Adult Adjacent Podcast on Instagram. We'll go from there. All right. See y'all. Bye.